shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The Good News in Shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21, all professional, for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. 
It doesn't matter how far you've been carried away or how far you've run away from the call of God on your life or how far you've been into a mess or how deep of a hole you've dug for yourself or the circumstances of your life. God says, I know where you are. I know exactly where you are. And here he's speaking to a group of people that really believe that God has forgotten them. Here's a group of people that believe they are the children of the promise. They're the children of the Abrahamic covenant. They're the children under the law of Moses. They believe they have this covenant with God. And now all of a sudden, God doesn't have their back no more. They feel like they've been forgotten. And God is saying, I not only know where you are, I put you there. Now I know some of us will have a hard time with that because that doesn't just sound like the God of grace and mercy that we've been described to in a lot of seeker-friendly churches. They really just can't believe that God would really allow something bad to happen to you. Are you trying to tell me, Pastor, that that God let them get into a dangerous situation and and let them go into bondage and let them go become slaves and even when He had a covenant with them? Are you just trying to tell me that's what God did? Yes, I am. That's exactly what He did. Here's what God said. He was saying to them, I let you go there because of the sin that's in your life. It's the sin in your life. In other words, your disobedience has separated me and you and we ain't in fellowship anymore. And as a result of your disobedience, as a result of the sin in your life, I have allowed you to be taken captive by your enemies. Come on, somebody. Into the place where you're at now. And I know where you're at. I'll let you go there. I mean, sometimes when you got teenagers growing up and they're out there living in the world, going wild, going nuts, going crazy, sometimes jail is good for them. I mean, some parents, it's good not to bail your kids out. How many know a lot of us in our, in our lifetime have really just kind of forgot the law of cause and effect? Every time you do something, just because, there's going to be an effect to it. In biblical terms, we call that sowing and reaping. If you plant a kernel of corn in the ground, it's going to come up. If you plant wheat in the ground, it's going to grow. Isn't that right? What you sow, you're going to reap. In the rock and roll world, where everybody parties, they say what comes around goes around. In Hindu religion, they call it karma. You kick a dog, somebody's going to kick you. Hmm? But that is a law. It is a natural law. It's not a supernatural law. It's a natural law. It's called cause and effect. And it's in operation in this natural realm that we live in. Amen? Sometimes we forget the realities of cause and effect. And then when we start reaping what we've caused, we ain't real thrilled about it. And that's when we go to God crying a lot of times. Come on, anybody know what I'm talking about? And we start blaming everybody else. We blame our wives, we blame our husbands, we blame our kids, we blame our parents the way we were raised, we blame our, and then we blame their grandparents the way they were raised. There's my daddy and my daddy before me. And then when you ain't got nobody to blame, what do you say? The devil made me do it. It was the devil. I don't know why I did that. The devil come down and made me do it. You know, the devil ain't really holding a gun to your head. You know that, right? <laughs> Listen, for most of us, it wasn't the devil that made us do it. We just did it. <laughs> we just out there doing it. Amen? Because how many of you know that the seat of passion and the seat of human desire is really what drives my actions? When I act on something, it's because there's a desire for it or there's a passion in me for that thing. And it drives my passion. Whether my desire or whether my passion is for something really good or something really bad, something really positive or something really negative, it always drives my actions. I am motivated by my passions and my desires, and the result of that is action. 
I'm propelled to do something because of a desire. We all understand that, don't we? If my desires are for something righteous, if they're for something pure and holy, then how many of you understand this morning my desire will pull me in a direction towards God? Isn't that right? And my life will be filled with good things, not bad things. My life will be filled with the river of God, the abundance of God, the life of God, the joy of God, the peace of God. And it will overflow with the righteousness of God. And I can have joy in the middle of turmoil. Isn't that a good thing? So what I start to understand is the thing that drives my life the most, the thing that propels my life the most, are my desires. Somebody say desires. Listen, some of you have been praying for some people in your family or friend or a loved one. Can I just submit to you this morning that God hasn't forgotten about them? And the reason they haven't come into the kingdom yet is because their desires are not for the kingdom of God yet. And their passions are not for God yet. Their passions and their desires are directed towards the things of the world. So they're going after the things of the world. Listen to me very carefully this morning. Our desires and our passions develop in us through what we as individuals perceive that we need to make us happy. It's a perception issue. If I think something's going to make me happy, then my desire is for that thing that I want, that I think will make me happy. If I think it's money, then guess what? My desire and my passion is for money. Amen? In other words, my desire and my passion is really for the thing that's going to bring me the most comfort in my life. Everybody wants comfort. And we know the thing that brings comfort in our lives is really, for most people in the world, this thing that we call abundant living or satisfaction. We want to be full. We want to be satisfied. It's like when you go sit down to eat, you don't want to just eat one bite and get up and walk away and go, man, I'm not satisfied. There's nothing abundant about that meal. But how many of you know on Thanksgiving Day when we start carving up a turkey and the table is covered with all this food, you eat till you're full and you get satisfied. And there's a bounty. There's an abundance. See, most people are seeking the abundant life. They're seeking the life of satisfaction. Really, that only Jesus can give them. But they've bought into a lie in the world that says they can be satisfied through something else. So therefore, their passions and their desires are for something else. They're seeking, but they're not finding. Everybody okay? Everybody's chasing something. The ultimate desire... It's to get into that abundant life, to get into that place of satisfaction. And until an individual understands and sees their need for Jesus, the abundant life that they seek, this life of real satisfaction, this place that they really want to get, they never find. Matter of fact, what they do find is a place that's very empty, very broken, very hurting. Very wounded. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about because we were all seeking at one time, at one point in our life, and we were looking for things that we thought would satisfy us. And when we smoked it, and when we drove it, and when we lived it, it didn't really satisfy. It was a momentary thrill for a minute, but in the end, it hurt. It left us broken. We know what that's like, right? That's why you should keep on praying for them. That's why you should keep on lifting them up before Jesus. Because as long as they're searching, as long as they're seeking and you're praying, eventually their desire is going to get hooked up with the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. And God's going to reach down because how many know God is looking for the lost? A pastor friend of mine says, God wasn't lost. You were. People say, I found the Lord. You didn't find nobody. He found you in your mess. God's not lost. Never was lost. He's seeking the lost. And the lost are seeking an answer. 
That's why it's so important that you intercede and you pray. Come on, amen. Because the Holy Ghost can do something with your prayer, amen. But what we've really got to understand, and the underlying thing that I want to talk to you about this morning, is that what drives life the most is the thing that I desire. What drives life the most is the thing that I desire. That's why in Mark 11, verse 24, Jesus taught, when he talked to them about faith, he said this, Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Because listen, ladies and gentlemen, the focus of your life is always going to be towards what you desire. That's what you're going to focus on, the things that you want. Come on, isn't that right? In Psalms 37, David said, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Come on, amen. He'll give you the desires of the heart. Well, what does that mean? It doesn't mean that you can have whatever you desire. It means that He'll actually put those desires in your heart. He'll give you desires and put them in your heart when you're seeking. And there'll be desires that will lead you to a life of abundance. Just because I start saying, God, I love you. Thank you for the Mercedes. That's not how it works. Come on, that's a lie. People say, seek God. He'll give you the desires of your heart. And they're reading the sentence wrong. That's not how you read it. You say, well, I desire to be a king of my own nation. An island nation with beautiful people and lots of money and people bowing down to me. I mean, you can seek God all you want with that desire. And the only thing that's going to happen to you is nothing. No, when you seek God, He gives you desires in your heart. And then those desires that you have lead you to an action in your life so that you live abundantly. Come on, can I get a witness this morning? Because I mean, if I put my focus on anything other than God, if I put my focus on making money, how many of you know making money will drive my desires? That'll be all I'm after. Come on, isn't that right? And now we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m., Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. How many people have you seen get involved in some kind of a business in a church and they're all excited about God and Jesus and the next thing you know you don't see them at church no more because they got to work their business. They desire. My desires drive action. Is everybody all right? If I set my desire on living in a marriage but only wanted to do the stuff that I want to do and I want my wife to do everything around me and I don't want to do nothing for her, then I can be married and never have a marriage. There won't be no unity, there won't be no faith, there won't be no overcoming power, there won't be no two putting 10,000 to flight because I'm living for myself. 
How many men know that if you live that way in your marriage long enough, your wife won't like you? She'll be wanting to trade you in on a better model. You better love her. But how many you know if I desire to have a great marriage, then having a great marriage is what begins to drive me. I am motivated by the fact that I desire to have this great marriage, so I become driven and attentive to the needs of my wife. I look out for her, I take care of her, and I put her before myself because I want to be successful in my marriage. Therefore, it drives me. My passion is for her, not for myself. If I don't care about that and I'm only wanting to serve myself, then how do you know my desires will drive me to a single life? Here's what God said. He said, you have let your desires... Be on something other than me. That's what he was telling them. God's saying, you got to desire me first. You put them on something else, you're going to be led away into slavery. You're going to be led away into bondage. Slavery and bondage ain't fun. He said, you can't have it on something other than me. He said, and because of that, I've let you go off somewhere. But just know this. I know where you're at. I know right where you're at. You ain't out of my sight. You ain't lost. You ain't out of my mind. I know exactly where you are. How many of you know? How many of you are glad this morning that God knows right where you are? Amen. That even when you're running from God, even when you're walking away from the call, even when you ain't living right, God knows where you are. That's good news. Amen. Come on. We need to understand that this morning. I told you last week or the week before last, a diamond is still a diamond even when it's covered with all kinds of crud. Isn't that right? Nobody else might not see you shine, but God knows what's on the inside. He knows what's there. He knows if He puts a little bit of polish on you and a little bit of soap and a little bit of water and it scrubs you up a little bit, you're going to shine like there ain't no tomorrow. Come on, how many know sometimes getting scrubbed ain't pleasant? God is able to see through the mud and He understands. He understands what kind of mess you got yourself into. He knows right where you are. He said, just give me a few minutes. Give me a few days. I'll get you straightened out. Listen, I've shared this with you before. God's got a GPS on your life. The God positioning satellite system. Come on, God's got one. He knows right where you are. It's a positioning system. It's built inside my life. It's powered by the Holy Ghost so that God can lead me through this life. And he says, take a right here, you take a right. He says, take a left here, you take a left. He guides and he directs, amen? He keeps us in that path. Come on, we've talked about that before. Y'all remember that? God's positioning system in your life. We need the Holy Ghost to guide us through life sometimes. To tell us where to go and when to go. But how many know it's not just a system that tells you where to go. It's also a system that locates where you're at. It tracks you. God is tracking you. He said, God is stalking me. Yes, He is. And He won't leave you alone. And I don't care if you call 911. He's going to stay on you. And I promise you this. The more people that are interceding and praying for somebody, the more God's going to track them. The more you fast, the more he's going after them. The more you stand in faith, the more. That, I'll tell you what. you got somebody unsaved in your life. You pray for them. Because they can't check out in a grocery store without the clerk saying something to them about Jesus. Everywhere they turn, they'll get confronted with God. You pray, and God will track. You might not know where they are, but He knows right where they're at. That's why the Holy Spirit sometimes is dealing with us about stuff that we just don't want to deal with. And we'll turn that system off. 
God, I don't want to hear. I'm just going to shut this thing down and turn it down. He tells me to turn right. I don't want to hear it. What happens? You know what happens in your car when it says, turn right, 90 feet, turn right, 40, and you go past it? That little computer goes nuts, don't it? <laughs> wrong way, wrong way, wrong way. And my students are going, you idiot, turn around. What are you doing? Aren't you listening to me? I'm the computer. And you know you really don't want to go that way. Oh, I've already determined in my heart I'm going the wrong way, Mr. Computer. Come on, you ever want to take your little thing out and throw it out in the window and say, shh. Can I tell you, you can't turn God off like that. You might be able to ignore that still, small, quiet voice that he speaks to by the Holy Ghost to lead and direct your life and drive yourself right down into a dead-end street, into a bad neighborhood. And when you get there and go, uh-oh, how in the world did I get here? This ain't a good place. Can I just tell you, God knows right where you are. He tracked you right down in there. He's following you. He's tracking you. He's got a low jack on your life. Come on, somebody. Amen. But I don't care. You can end up in some places you didn't really want to go, but God knows you're there. Amen. Just because you tuned him out don't mean he tuned you out. I'm grateful for that today. I tried to tune God out for about six years. He would not leave me alone. And when I woke up in a jail cell, all beat up and been arrested by a canine dog. You ever been arrested by a dog? It's not pleasant. He doesn't say spread them. He bites you. And if you resist, it's another charge for battery. So you say, what do you say, Pastor? You got to lay on the ground let the dog chew on your leg? Well, yeah, really, that's what you got to do. I woke up in jail, and you know what? God knew right where I was. About that time, I said, Lord Jesus, first time I prayed in a year, I said, Lord Jesus, if you're still there, I think I need a change in my life. Hmm? I started turning up the GPS. What do I need to do? This ain't been working too good for me. My decisions really ain't that smart. I thought I was smart, but really I'm kind of dumb. I mean, that's a good place to realize that you ain't too smart. <laughs> I'm thankful that some of us figured out before we get that far. Amen. He knows exactly where you are. He knows if you're all right. He knows if you're beat up. He knows if you're hurt. He knows what you're going through. He knows the circumstances of your life. He knows how you feel. He knows if you're, if you're wounded in your heart or wounded in your spirit. And he is right there. He's right there. He's right there with you. He's tracking you like NASA tracks that satellite that was coming through the atmosphere. Come on, they watched it burn up. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, He will never leave you. And He will never forsake you. No matter where you take yourself. No matter where you find yourself. No matter what ditch you crawl out of. He's right there. Amen. How many know you got a smart, if you got a smartphone, iPhone, smartphone. Who's got a smartphone here? Raise your hand. Did you know because you got a smartphone, the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, and Facebook know where you are all the time? And Facebook. Even if you got it turned off, they know where you are. They can just tune in your number and watch where you go. They know if you're at home, they know that you're at church this morning. They are tracking you. God has written software like that into your DNA. You can't escape Him. It doesn't matter if the system closes down. God still knows where you are. Amen. There's nowhere you can go that he don't know. There's nowhere that you can hide that he can't see. He knows where you are and he knows what you're up to. He knows what you're thinking before you think it. And he knows what you're getting into before you get into it. He knows when doubt's about to creep up in your life. He knows when fear's about to overtake you. He knows and he's right there in the middle of it. Hmm? And he's speaking softly. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. So really, how many know there's no reason to really try to go hide anywhere? 
A lot of us do that, don't we? Touch somebody and say, God is watching you. Not only does He know where you are, but watch this. God has desires, and His desires are for the best in your life. He desires the best for you. In fact, verse 10 says this, For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed in Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word. Somebody say, good word. Good word towards you and cause you to return to this place. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Meyer's today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Black Beauty Wigs and Hair Supplies is now open. Black Beauty offers top quality hair products, human and synthetic hair. Get more value for less money and look your best. Black Beauty Wigs and Hair Supplies is located in Port St. Lucie at 1702 Southwest Bayshore Boulevard, Port St. Lucie, Florida, 34984. Open Tuesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. They can be reached at 772-380-6457, 380-6457. 
Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.